It's interesting that you say that because I just feel like my parents did not believe in me at all. Welcome back to another episode of Lyrics for Lunch, the show where my dog is sniffing underneath my desk. Oh, really? Tell mm-hmm. me more. He's just sniffing. He's trying to get something. Hey, buddy, what are you doing? I'm on the air here. All right. What is the show? Who are you? I'm Aviv Rubenstein. I'm one of your hosts. This is a show where we do deep dives into the not-so-famous stories behind your favorite songs and... I'm joined this and every week, whenever she just decides to set up her her camera (laughs) by... I just got a new camera. Hey, guys, it's Lindsay. What's up? (laughs) Hey, guys, it's Lindsay. What's up? (laughs) Um, This is a very special episode, Lindsay. Can you tell me why? Tell me why. why? It's not because we're we're not doing the Backstreet Boys. Hey, buddy, what are you doing, man? It's episode 91. 81. 81. You wish it was 91. <laughs> Why is it so special? It is the last square number of episode until episode 100. What a nerd. What are we talking about today, Lindsay? <laughs> today we are talking about Destiny's Child. Okay, I... I there's like so much that we could talk about Destiny's Child, but what exactly about Destiny's Child are we talking about? So we're basically going to do a little say my name to Survivor. Ooh, say my name to Survivor. And like I'm going to lead you up to say my name as well, but those will be the two climaxes, turning points of the story. We're doing mul- we're doing multis this week. It's a double whammy. Double whammy. Okay. Hold on to your booties. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> Aviv, can you handle this? I certainly can't. <laughs> certainly cannot. I don't think he can handle this. All right. So who is Destiny's Child? Are you asking me or are you going to tell me? Uh, well, first I'm going to ask you and then I'm going to tell you. Destiny's Child is a girl group that is said without neg- not derogatory <laughs> um, from Texas, I think from Houston. And originally, there were four of them, led by Beyonce Knowles and her cousin, Kelly Rowland, and two other women whose names I don't know. I think I think I know a third. Solange Knowles. Nah. And, no. Solange, Solange did, was... like, no. She, she did one time, like, step in when someone stubbed okay. their toe or something, but no. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Like like how uh, Latoya Jackson wasn't actually in the Jackson Five, um, okay. So and two other people, and then at one point they became three three of them, and then now they basically functionally don't exist. Pretty much. Um, Great. Except Beyonce. For the part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Destiny's Child is best known for the final lineup, which was. I mean, I think they're best known that way, but. Some people might disagree. The final lineup is Beyonce Knowles, Kelly Rowland, and Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. <laughs> Michelle Williams. There we go. Hashtag not that Michelle Williams. Not the other Michelle Williams. 
they had their like they had an r&b star then they got a bit more poppy and and then but, n- nothing happened really then they fell but off they the just kind of, of fizzled out <laughs> um, no one knows really where fizzle. any of them are. i know exactly what happened to all of them and i'm going to tell you so the original group was kelly beyonce latoya luckett and latavia oh, well, there robertson is a LaToya involved there is a LaToya, LaToya but not that LaToya. Hashtag not that LaToya. LaToya and, and LaTanya. LaTavia. 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 Mm-hmm. LaToya, LaTavia. Yes. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess most notably, would you say that Destiny's Child launched Beyonce's career? I would assume so. I think, I feel like Beyonce may have been on like Star Search or something like that. She was on Star Search. However, she was not alone. (gasps) Were they all on Star Search? Just let me get there. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Then stop quizzing me. Sorry. (laughs) Answer my questions. Stop answering my questions. Uh, According to American songwriter, the name Destiny's Child came from the Knowles parents, Beyonce's mom and dad. Because, like, they had a baby and they're like, this is Destiny's Child. (laughs) Sort of. I've got, it was I their had a girl date group. with Destiny, and this is their <laughs> this is their child. Uh, Beyonce's mom and dad, Tina and Matthew Knowles, picked the name. They were both very involved in the group in the early days. Tina owned a salon called the Headliners, and Amazing. the girls they should just be called the Headliners. <laughs> they should. The girls frequently practiced and got glammed up there uh, for their performances. And then Matthew Bay's dad was the group's manager. I can like see the biopic of like <laughs> Tina, right? The mom like doing hair and be like, Beyonce, go grab your friends and perform. And they're like, oh, we don't want to perform, mom. I feel like this is a scene in, in Selena too. Selena, yeah. Two important things to know about the Knowles parents besides that. Tina owned the headliners and did their hair. She made all of Destiny's Child's outfits and even Beyonce's outfits well into Beyonce's solo career. Tina styled her and did her wardrobe. And she did this for Destiny's Child as well. And then Matthew has been the group's manager and Beyonce's manager. In a 2004 Texas Monthly article, two years before Destiny's Child would dissolve in favor of Beyonce's solo career, the writer Michael Hall called the Knowles family the most successful American family since the Jacksons. Sure. Matthew Knowles founded Music World Entertainment, his management company and record label, in 1992. This, this is like an interesting time in America, especially for people of color, because we were in like the... Uh, the era of white people like accepting the exceptional person of color. So like the ti- I remember like the Tiger Woods of it all. Sure. Being like, oh my God, a black golfer, but he's the best. And the Knowles and, and Venus and Serena Williams, of which there's already a biopic. And this feels kind of like that too, where they're like, they're accepted by the monoculture because they're just like stunningly great at what they do. And they were upper middle class. Uh, mm-hmm. Matthew was in sales for Xerox, and then he later went into medical sales, medical equipment sales. So they're doing okay. They were doing financially well. They lived in Texas. They they were the you know Tina always dressed the girls really glam and like pageant like. And mm-hmm. in one interview that I was uh, reading, 
she was recalling how like labels or you know people they would come across in the early days would be like can you just like stop making them so texas and she was (laughs) like no like we are we are glamorous people (laughs) yeah yeah i mean and i think that that's that's an important distinction to make because when you said tina made their own clothes i'm thinking like the scarlet o'hara like i have no gown for the ball so i gotta make one out of drapes thing no like she was super into it and good at yeah it. she was like very good at it <laughs> yeah um all right so i'm gonna read uh, a little bit from texas monthly so this is quote hall matthew has built himself this is 2004 Hall is saying this. Matthew has built himself an empire on this city block in downtown Houston where he does almost everything in-house. He manages not only Beyonce, Solange, and Destiny's Child, the world's biggest girl group, but also the group's other two members, Michelle Williams and Kelly Rowland, as solo acts, as well as Mm -hmm. three other artists. In 2002, Matthew's label, Music Music World Music slash Columbia... Music World Music? It's it's called Music World Entertainment, so maybe this was a, an error. It's like a subsidiary. subsidiary. <laughs> or- like Music World Music, Music World Entertainment, Music World Television, and MWTV. Music World slash Columbia. Yeah. So Music World slash Columbia released a number one gospel album by Williams. And Matthew recently signed Soul Legends, The OJs. Oh, wow. In the main building, Matthew manages, markets, and promotes his artists. Outback sits a state-of-the-art studio where he records them and teaches them, as he did Beyonce, how to be stars. There's also big equipment and big merchandise-filled warehouse, one side of which is covered by a giant image of Beyonce, Michelle, and Kelly looking like superheroes looming over the city's skyline. Last October, Matthew's management operation was bought by the London-based company Sanctuary for $10 million, though Matthew will continue to oversee his acts. I'm getting worried. I'm getting worried about Matthew. <laughs> According to Hall, it wasn't immediately apparent that Matthew and T- it wasn't immediately apparent to Matthew and Tina that their oldest daughter was the entertainment prodigy of the family. When Beyonce was a child, she was so shy that she would walk into a room and try to be invisible. Her parents said, "I was a really shy child too, though." <laughs> no. Yeah. I used to no. like hide behind my parents and my teacher's leg. Like I would just be like, whoop, I'm not here. Don't lie to me. <laughs> also, remember when we first started doing a podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were very shy. I was like, Listeners, no. you don't know you don't know this because I edited <laughs> around it. Lindsay was very nervous about doing a podcast. Very bad at podcasting. Um, anyway, so where was I? Okay, so Beyonce loved to dance. And so her parents put her in dance class to hope that she would make some friends. And her dance teacher heard her saying, this is the legend that is being told in Texas Monthly. Her dance teacher mm-hmm. hears her saying and asks Tina and Matthew, can I put her in a talent show? And they say, yes, this is 1989. She enters the school talent show. Quote Hall. On stage, Beyonce was outgoing and self-assured. Matthew and Tina, sitting in the audience, were shocked. Tina and I looked at each other, Matthew told me, and said, is this the Beyonce we know? Beyonce won and soon went on to win a Sammy Davis Jr. Award, or a Sammy, at a citywide talent show. (laughs) In a video 
From the latter event, Beyonce, wearing a blue sequin dress similar to Dorothy's in The Wizard of Oz, stepped carefully sideways, left, and then right, as she sings Home from the musical The Wiz, Eyes Upward. After she won, she clutched the podium and spoke in a little voice. I would like to thank the judges for picking me, my parents, who I love. I love you, Houston. Then she blew a big kiss, and it was the perfect nexus of innocence and showbiz, a line she continues to walk to this day. Yeah, okay. I mean, this seems like <laughs> Little Orphan Annie, you know. I mean, the way that you said, like, this is the legend makes me feel like this isn't actually what happened. I mean, it just feels super contrived the way he's writing it. And it's 2004. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a city magazine. And I work for a city magazine. It was great journalism. But, like, you know, you're picking up on, like, the biopic, like, notes. And it's... Yeah, there. yeah. It feels, it feels contrived. starting to read, like, a press release. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Beyonce is starting to gain local attention and she's asked to be the lead singer for a dancing and singing act called Girls Time, T-I-W-T-Y-M-E, Girls Time. Girls, (laughs) T-H-Y-M-E. Yeah. Girls Time. Girls Time! Um, so this featured like a rotating cast of eight and nine-year-olds. And this is where... Think about like Nickelodeon or like yeah, yeah, but like Mickey Mouse Club. Nine year olds is roof stoof, man. It is. It is pretty rough. You should have seen me at age nine. Were you singing and dancing? Um, Were you in girls' time? Uh, I was definitely in dance, and at one time I was in skit. Did a what couple is musicals. Skit? Show Kids International Theater. Oh no, <laughs> Lindsay! What? I did one play with skit. It was Wizard of Oz. Oh, so you were just like Beyonce. It's just like Beyonce, exactly. I knew it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Beyonce is asked to be in Girls' Time, and she is like the front woman, front nine-year-old. Front (laughs) nine-year-old. And this is where she meets the other original members of Destiny's Child, Latavia Robertson, Kelly Rowland, and Latoya Luckett. Wait, I thought that Kelly was her cousin. I have not read a single thing about them being cousins. However, please Google it right now because I, I don't know. Wait. I can't say for sure, no. Beyonce, <laughs> Kelly, Roland, cousins. It's the third thing. <laughs> they are not related. <laughs> why did? Why is this the third Google, Google search? The fuck, man? Seems a little right. racist. It does seem... I feel bad, but it does seem a little racist. But I thought that that was just the thing, that Beyonce and Kelly Rowland were cousins. Uh, well, I, you know, l- learned your something Your foot's in today. your mouth. Your foot's just in there. It's for it's for a good cause, which is to, to let everyone know that Beyonce... <laughs> spread awareness. Rowland, spread Beyonce awareness that not all black Kelly people are related. not related. Um, all right, so... Girls' Time is performing at talent shows and other school events around locally. And they like this local woman decided to be their manager. And she takes them all the way to the finals of Star Search. And it's interesting that Michael, Michael, the dad? Matthew. Matthew was not their manager. He was not their manager yet. Originally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he like forcefully made her step down. <laughs> Okay, so they got to they got to the the finals of Star Search. They did, and you're gonna watch that right now. Oh hell yes! Your challenges are a young group from Houston. Welcome Beyonce, Lativia, Nina, Nikki, Kelly, and Ashley. 
The hip hop rapping girls' time. Well, listen. <laughs> Ed Man's doing his best, man. He's trying. Not hard enough. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> I mean, just a casual Green Eggs and Ham reference. Well, they're children. I know. It's like Atlantis, early Atlantis, where you're like, why is this so sexual? Well, yeah. And also, like, the song doesn't super slap it's like it's like a weird paula abdul knockoff it's like yes super strong exactly paula abdul all right and they're uh, i don't like their harmonies every i'm anti everything about this you hate girls time i hate girls time i hate what they're (laughs) wearing (laughs) it's gonna rain i mean i would wear that today i know you would no, that looks like an esprit jacket that my mom would have like worn in 1992, which probably is 1992. Yeah, you're probably right. So, so the reason that I know that they were on Star Search is because this audio clip of Ed McMahon introducing them is like before one of Beyonce's songs. Oh, I don't remember which one. Interesting. But I've, I, it stops at, like, girls' time, and then her song starts. Okay. Oh, oh, they're doing, like, a salt and pepper thing now. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the humping. And Beyonce is not really, like, uh... Front. I mean, she's like the leader or whatever, but she she's not really front and center all that much. And even in like the final pose, she's like hiding behind somebody. Definitely rotating. Yeah, I was. I had the same reaction. I'm like, was she leading this group? Like at first, I couldn't even find her. All right. So, but they have this grand plan that they are going to win Star Search and get a record deal. Mm -hmm. Now that when that plan failed, Matthew took matters into his own hands and. He ripped them away from their current manager and started Music World. Okay, so so th- so their loss on Star Search was what prompted him to be like, you know what, I'll do it myself. Yeah. So he quits his sales career and he launches himself into the music business. Quote Matthew, back then I knew 90% of what I needed to know because of my business acumen. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I knew from corporate America how to establish relationships and how to get to the decision maker. Okay. I mean, he was right. So like, what do I, what do I know? But shut up, Matthew. So, um, I just found this clip just on the fly of Matthew getting interviewed about girls time. So we're just going to have to watch that. (laughs) Delightful. Together. Absolutely. Makes sense. Dad, right? Matthew Knowles. How are you doing? Good. Well, it's one thing to have somebody in the drill team, but when you've got a a possible major giant group on your hands, how do you feel as a parent? Well, I'm very proud, not only of my daughter, but all of the girls. They work extremely hard. It's a commitment to do this, and they're committed. But are you dreaming a little bit? Well, actually, actually, Don, the girls have performed seven times in a combination of Dallas and Houston, and each and every time that they perform, there's a standing ovation from 
from the audience. So the audience has judged them, and they've judged them well. It's, it's feel-good music, and you've got to get a shot of these shoes here. Girls' time. Girls' time, and uh, we've got three lead singers and three lead dancers, as they call it, and they've been just practicing their hearts out, and this is Beyonce. Now, tell me about getting over the stage fright. I mean, how did this go from having fun and singing <laughs> to people to I where, know. I mean, you're going to go out there, and you're going to try to make it big. Well, <laughs> I guess... If we keep on practicing and practicing and we keep on performing, every time we get better and the stage fright just fades away. Fades away. We uh, love your yeah. outfits, by the way. Very that was cute. cute. Also, like, <laughs> super Southern. There's a, so there's a movie about Richard Williams, Venus and Serena's father, and he King has, like... Richard? King Richard. I, I haven't seen the movie, but I read the script. You haven't and seen it? What the fuck? I know, man. I, don't, I read the script. It was on the blacklist. But but the, there is a scene in the script that I have to imagine is in the movie, which is where Richard Williams goes to the 1999 Lipton Open, like Tennis Open, and holds up a sign that says, I told you so. But point being, like, they like these these dads just like believe so hard in the talents of their kids and i'm sure that there are some of them many most of them are wrong <laughs> but michael was matthew was right michael who the fuck who, who's michael matthew was right it's interesting that you say that because i just feel like my parents did not believe in me at all no i mean i, I don't think every parent <laughs> believes in their kid and that's not to say my parents like weren't proud of me or didn't yeah, support yeah, yeah. me, but I would but be like, I want to be an actor, gonna, and no, they're like, no, no, yeah, I'm like I want to be an Olympic figure skater. They were like, my mine, <laughs> were, mine were a little bit warmer than that. They'd be like, well, if you try, and that obviously, would be like, that would I be was the in, end of the I was in skit, and I used, I was in figure skating for a little while, but I wasn't really getting the. They would be like, oh, do you want to quit? <laughs> you know oh yeah you wanna, you wanna, you wanna maybe stop? you don't want to do figure skating anymore we don't you don't seem like you like it you don't like it enough. you don't listen kid you don't have the you eye don't of have the, the tiger. talent <laughs> yeah. anyway um okay so matthew enrolls himself in an artist management class at houston community college and then God damn it. um quote hall who i believe is the michael in this story michael hall from the Texas Monthly. Matthew found a much better blueprint in the story of Barry Gordy, the president of Motown Records, who had created one of the great music business success stories in the 60s. Gordy had done everything in-house at his Hitsville studios and offices, which sat on one city block in Detroit, managing his acts, recording them, releasing their records, promoting them, and marketing them. Unlike most labels, Motown actually developed its artists, teaching them how to move gracefully, dress glamorously, talk to audiences, walk across a room, Gordy helped create individual styles for every artist. When they walked onto a stage, they were stars. Gordy ran Motown like a family, even employing his own siblings. Most important, he controlled everything. He was the father, and the father knew best. Cool. To say, to say that Matthew took control of girls' time would be an understatement. He changed the group's direction and image, trimming it from seven to four members. Sorry. <laughs> Just trim the fat. Some three, kids three gotta go. Ladies, yeah. <laughs> Members Beyonce, Kelly, whose mother, a nanny, deposited her at the Knowles' so often that she eventually moved in and became their ward. This is Hall talking, not me. So this is why we all <laughs> thought that they were cousins. 
<laughs> now it's getting a little more clear if you, if you oh, feels fuck. a little vindicated. I hate this. <laughs> Let's I, have it's better you. than like, this is Kelly, our ward. I know. What the fuck? Uh, Latavia and Latoya. Okay, so these are... So the four is Beyonce, Kelly, Latavia, and Latoya. Yeah. And concentrated on making them better singers. He hired vocal coaches to help with the harmonies. Good. (laughs) He had a deck built in the family's backyard so they could practice there. He set up what he called boot camp, three months of vocal and dance lessons in the summer. All right. So, so Matthew... The he thought they were Olympic gymnasts. Yeah, the stories <laughs> about Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson's the bad guy. <laughs> right. Like, Bella's ranch it was problematic. He taught the girls how to walk in high heels. He made them sing while jogging through Memorial Park so they could perform without tiring. This is like the this is Backstreet Boys shit all over again, man. <laughs> he taught them how to Does present themselves. Did he sell themselves? airplanes, too? He had a blimp? No, he didn't, as far as I know. Okay, so this is the birth of Destiny's Child. This is, quote, Matthew. When you sell a product, you first have to design and build it, but you also have to figure out the needs of the customer. We put the group together. We had a plan. We figured out our demographic, our customers, our imaging, what type of songs we're going to sing. It's not by accident that we write songs like Independent Woman and Survivor, female-based empowerment songs. That's our customer base. Wow, I hate this. So that was 2004. So let's go back to 1994. (laughs) Matthew is mailing out dozens of packages, tapes, bios, and photos of the girls to record labels. He's left his job. Tina, his wife, is making up the extra hours for their loss of income by working double at the hair salon, like literally sleeping on the couch and like waking up and just like starting again. You ever ever seen Zodiac? The Killer? Yeah, no, not the movie <laughs> about the killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's like a scene in it where Jake Gyllenhaal's like become so obsessed with finding the Zodiac that he's like filled his apartment full of boxes and he's like having his kids like cross-reference stuff. He's like, don't tell mom about this. That feels like <laughs> my, Matthew Knowles right now. It's a little Matthew-ish, yeah. Um, so this is putting a strain on their marriage as No. Why? Um, <laughs> And this eventually led to their separation. In 1997, after they'd been turned down more times than Matthew could count. I thought that there was going to be some some sort of (laughs) Borscht Belt joke. More times than a fish has scales. That's... Uh, Yeah, that. Uh, So he flies them to New York to audition with Teresa LaBarbera Whites. Teresa LaBarbera Whites. LaBarbera. LaBarbera. You know her? No, we're professionals here on this show. <laughs> Teresa LaBarbera Whites of Colombian A&R. Columbia wow, A&R. this is just, a, this is just a, real, uh, a real plethora of pull quotes for this episode. <laughs> so Teresa is a rep for Columbia A&R, and the girls got signed. Ah, Columbia. So that's why it's Music World, Music World, Columbia. Slash Columbia. So Tina and Matthew get back together. Oh, wow. Oh, Tina. <laughs> and to mark their change in fortune, they pick no. a new name for girls' time. Don't fucking like this at all. What's it called? It's called Destiny's Child. But like now, <laughs> the name takes on such a weird context of like, it was our destiny to do this. Right. Of like stage parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that they had like, that Beyonce had like stagey parents, but I had only, I think, heard about mom. 
Matthew is deeply weird. Top, top tier weird. On February 17th, 1998, Destiny's Child released their self-titled debut album in the U.S. Finally. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) We were all waiting. Uh, The album features productions from Jermaine Dupree, Wyclef, Dwayne Wiggins, Corey Rooney. The Dwayne Wiggins? (laughs) It saw moderate success. It peaked at number 67. Like was the there like a big again. single from it? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I don't think I know that song. Well, you do, and you're gonna hear it. Um, but can you pay my no? Can you pay my <laughs> telephone? No, not that one. Uh, here's. I just want you to look at the cover really quick. Okay. Okay. It definitely has like an R and B feel to mm-hmm. it. And Beyonce is like on the corner there. She's rallied to the sidelines. (laughs) Yeah. She's one of the out of focus guys. Exactly. So this album is more successful outside of the States. It reached number 16 Mm. on the Canadian album charts. Number 19 on the Dutch mega charts. Dutch mega charts, baby. (laughs) 45 on UK albums. And it was certified gold in 1998. Later, it earned a platinum status. Like after they broke big and people went back yeah. to get their old albums. Yeah. Yeah. But the debut single, No, 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 dropped in October of 1997. And this was the era of like part one, part twos, right? So. What do you, remember what is like, that? What do you mean? Like Confessions part one, Confessions part two. No, what is Usher? Confessions? These no. are my confessions. All right, all right, all right. Hey. I hope y'all like surprises, because I'm about to do one right now. So I want y'all to give a big round of applause for Destiny's Child. No, I couldn't possibly. I'm so shy. Noticing lots of midriffs. That's Latavia. Wait, which one? The little, the little one. They're all short. (laughs) The one that's so little. (laughs) That one? I don't know. We're not looking at the same thing. The one in the long knee length skirt and and like halter top. The one on the left. Oh, he changed. Wow, this is this looks like a different planet. <laughs> All right, so Destiny's Child is like called up in some kind of open mic situation. Yeah, and now and now people are dancing erotically. Slow jam. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I've ever heard this song before. So me either, but I was like, wait, but I know, no, 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 and it goes like, no, 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 no. So, so is that part two? That's part two. Same album, different album. Same. Oh, shit. So, okay. So, original version branded as No, 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 Part One was a slow jam produced by Vincent Herbert and Rob Fusari. Wyclef later remixed the single, which became No, 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 Part Two. 
The two versions were strategically given a dual release, allowing the song to compete on the charts as one track. So the song peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100. Because becoming, it was like, they were, they were like double dipping. Yes. And it became the ninth best-selling song of 1998. No, no, it's fat. I'm telling you, all we need to do is drop a fat beat for the clubs. I'm telling you, they're going to lose their minds. I can see it right now. This is weird that all their videos are starting with, like, pretending that they're making the video <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> yeah, it's the time of the times. You have to know this. I'm, th- I'm waiting. I'm thinking. This is just this fast version of the song, the same song. Oh. They're getting jiggy with it. They certainly are. Oh, my God. So I, I don't know that I've ever heard this song either. Weird. But I don't. It's not for me, man. It's not for me. All right. So speaking of Usher. Usher. Their second single, the Jumaine Dupree produced. <laughs> okay. Grammy.com called it the Jumaine Dupree helmed with me part one. Okay. So he like did something on it. Something. <laughs> he helmed it. Yeah, he uh, drove it like a ship. <laughs> this was the answer to Usher's You Make Me Wanna. I don't know that song either. Aviv. I'm you from Pennsylvania. I start a new relationship with you. This is what you do. Oh, yeah, I think I know that song. Usher's first hit. This is back when I was listening to Corn. <laughs> Fair. Um. All right. That's so, <laughs> so they released their second single, which is called "With Me Part One," which is the reply to "You Make Me Wanna." Which, since you don't know what it is, it's about a guy who's like has like a girl on the side, and he's singing to her like "You Make Me Wanna Leave the One I'm With." How many Usher songs are about having a girl on the side? <laughs> probably all of them. <laughs> Literally, I did probably every single one. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, then they release With Me Part One. With Me Part One. So and then, many Part Ones. Like its predecessor, two versions were also recorded Part One and Two. Part Two featured Master P. Great. And, a, guy, a rapper I haven't thought about in 20 years. <laughs> uh, With Me Part One would be the final single release from the album, and then the girls would go back into the studio. So let's just do their swan song right here. With Me Part One. <laughs> Mermaid. No, certainly not. <laughs> Merman pop. 
So this is basically like the boy is mine, but different. Yeah. But oh, but fighting over Jermaine Dupl- Dupree. <laughs> And there's a little genie lamp. Latavia just coming out like I dream of genie. <laughs> oh my god. So fantastical. She's like a Godzilla. Kelly Rowland's like a like a <laughs> kaiju. It's like um mermaid was already taken, so So I'm gonna destroy Tokyo. <laughs> I want to. I want to know what the other one is. Then now, Latoya. Oh, a spider lady. Clearly, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? This is amazing. <laughs> I'm. 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 Color me puzzled. <laughs> oh, I have so much fun when I make these episodes. I didn't even now know why I wanted to do Destiny's right. Child. We need a set. We need a set now. What should the set look like? Just a bunch of eyeballs. <laughs> Just give me all the eyeballs you got. <laughs> it's the third eye opening. It's it's the third, fourth, fifth, sixth. <laughs> a fish? Fish is going by. <laughs> oh, this is aggressive. Oh, good. A rape, rap breakdown. Did I say rape? Maybe. You did. Twice. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, that slaps. It's it's better than girls' time. <laughs> All right. So that was uh, the swan song from their first album. So oh, man, I get it now. <laughs> Quote Latavia: We were minors, and hey, it's- Latavia speak. <laughs> Oh my god! There's this hilarious video that I didn't put in the show, but it's when they're younger and Latavia's like, "I'm Latavia," and then like every other girl in the group like rolls their eyes on camera uh, and like, looks away. Shut, shut the fuck up, Latavia! <laughs> and then there's like response videos of like people showing Latavia and seeing her when she's older, and she's like, "I yeah. didn't know at the time." <laughs> like everyone's so mean. That's like how the Beatles treated George Harrison. <laughs> George, it, you see the the Get Back documentary. George Harrison like brings in I, I Me George. Mine. The, he he he's like, "Hey guys, I wrote I Me Mine last night." They're like, shut the fuck up, George. No way. We're, we're playing Maxwell Silverhammer. <laughs> well, I gotta watch that. Uh, all right, so okay, back to Latavia. We were minors, and it's the executives who make the decisions. The label wanted us to move on and create more age appropriate music. Age appropriate being for minors. I think so. There's still there's still minors in these in these yeah. videos. Yes, that's weird. That's a that's weird. I don't like that. That is weird, isn't it? Yeah, I just assumed <laughs> that they were like nineteen, twenty, twenty one. Um, it's weird. So so wait, okay. Let me get this straight. <laughs> You're telling me that Destiny's Child releases an R and B album. It does pretty well, very well in Denmark. And and then they're like, okay, the label's like, okay, now you need to make music for children. Well, think about the market of like Britney Spears, TLC. Sure, sure. But all that Christina stuff was super sexual anyway, especially Christina Aguilera. Yeah, but it's like the pop market is 
is a bigger gold mine than strictly R&B. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the and the the sexuality of Christina Aguilera is like I'm super horny, but I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm a virgin. Wink. <laughs> Uh, okay, I so said he- wink for those <laughs> podcast-only listeners. Um, the writing is on the wall. Comes out a year later, and then okay. I guess we're gonna look at the album cover for this one too. Okay, so now they're dressed in white, but it's like a similar vibe. And is that Beyonce in the front? It is. It is, but she looks to be airbrushed <laughs> within an inch of her life. Right. I'm like. Is she AI? She is that doesn't B- look right. Real. It looks like it looks like that that they couldn't get Beyonce, and then they <laughs> yeah. used like mid nineties like facial reconstruction, like that Talking Heads album cover for her. Exactly, it makes and sense. fucking Latavia's con- Latoya. One of the one of the one of the laws <laughs> is that her contouring is bad. Both of them also. La- Latavia, I, the other law is like looks to be face pasted on there too. The other one that looks like a real human being is Kelly. Yeah. Yikes, dude. All right. So there's four singles from writing on the wall. Okay. Bills, bills, bills. No, I know it. So they went from no, no, no to bills, 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 which is the joke that I made. But like, <laughs> was some like think piece being like, what are they going to do next, next, next? I'm sure. Say my name, name, name. Oh, God. So, okay, Bills, 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 Bugaboo. I remember Bugaboo. Say my name. Say my name. I love that. Jump why and you, jump Why in. you run in games <laughs> and jump and jump in. I remember all those songs. Right? Yeah. So, I think for all intents and purposes, we can call this the breakout album. Yes, yes, yes. And <laughs> and though I am very white, uh, like, a, like a deep cut R&B record from 97 was like not my... <laughs> I don't know if that's my, entirely my fault. <laughs> so I'm just sitting around at my table thinking like, what episode am I going to do this week? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think I'm going to say my name because I love that song. Say my name, say my name. But as I started digging into the Destiny's Child story, I realized that I was just kind of like the midpoint. Oh, dear. Okay. I'm worried. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, it's not the whole story. So, say my name. You like this one, right? I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a groove. It's a bop. Even my dad likes it. What? Russ? Oh, yeah. How's Russ doing? He's better. He's better. Good. He's... Russ Watch 2023. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. <laughs> in a 2008 interview with Pop Justice, Kelly said Say My Name was her favorite Destiny's Child song. She said it was so much fun to record and we crossed over with that song into a whole new world and it was amazing for us. Our audience got bigger. The video, which won for best R&B video at the MTV Video Music Awards, the group wrote the song with other people, including (laughs) Fred Jenkins and Rodney Jerkins. No, the Jerkins. I'm so sorry. You must start over. From where? For Jenkins? <laughs> for Jenkins Jurgens? The for Jenkins Jurgens? Oh my god, I'm like drooling. Okay, um. <laughs> How could they afford fra- for Jenkins Jurgens? Oh my god. 
the video. <laughs> the video won for best R&B video at the MTV Video Music Awards and was directed by Joseph Kahn, who mm. also helmed the promo for Jumpin' Jumpin'. The promo. Okay. I guess there was a promo. Like a, like a, a release video or something? Uh, yeah. Uh, the group wrote the song with okay. these other people. LaShawn Daniels. Okay. <laughs> Fred Jerkins. Jerkins? The third. <laughs> Jer- Jerkins with a K. Yeah. Jerkins? J-E-R-K-I-N-S. The Fred third. I'm, oh my God. And so Rodney sorry. Jerkins. <laughs> the Jerkins boys are back the at it Jerkins again. The Jerkins brothers. Uh, this is the same team that was busy preparing Jennifer Lopez for a singing career that same oh, year with her debut hit, If You Had My Love. If you had my love. And I gave you all my... T- See, you know some stuff. What would you do, babe? <laughs> Tell, Tell me, me right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, that was in- the great for Jenkins Jenkins. <laughs> that was the Jerkins brothers claim the to Jerkins fame. Jerkins boys. <laughs> So in 2000, Say My Name won Grammys for Best R&B Song and Best R&B Performance by a Duo or Group. So we're going to do a quick look. Talk to na, na. Say my name, say my name. Yeah, this is, this is the Destiny's Child, I know. But, but Lindsay. <laughs> yes? Why are there only three of them? What <laughs> do you notice? Who's that? Who is that? <laughs> Wait, who is that? <laughs> wait. And, and is there like another... Wait. Was there just an Asian lady in there for so for quickly? Keep watching. Alright, let's count them. Beyonce. Beyonce. Who's that? Who's that purple lady in the middle? <laughs> in the middle of the purple, who is that? Because she's not in the other ones. That's that's Kelly. The okay girl with natural hair, girl with the do rag. Who are they? I don't know. Who are they? <laughs> Who's that? That's a Where's different girl. Where's and Latoya? Do you, are they and there? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that lady? <laughs> that's that lady's Asian. That. Is Farrah Franklin. Who's Farrah Franklin? <laughs> she was in Destiny's Child for about four months. Oh, but okay. Wait, but how many members of Destiny's <laughs> Child are there right now? Four. So Farrah Franklin, the girl in purple, is a member. Is a member. Then who are the others? Beyonce. That's not Farrah Franklin. Kelly. That's not Farrah Franklin either. Michelle Williams and Farrah Franklin. Then who are the other women in the video? I just said them. No. Beyonce. Uh-huh. Who's Farrah. The, who's the girl with natural hair in the background? Not her. No, there are so many different people in the Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're not all the same, right? No, they're not all the same. What the fuck is happening? Say 
baby, I love you. They are gaslighting me. <laughs> Maybe you won't notice <laughs> that well, the two I group members aren't I, there. I didn't notice. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're like they're like running through so many new people that they're like, yeah, your brain. Well, is there like, you yeah, go. There's the four. Okay, that's the real four. That's not the girl in the purple. That's a different. That's the girl in the red. This is the part that my dad thought was yeah, yike it, yay. Yeah, yike it, yay. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) I mean, I hear it now, though. (laughs) Lindsay, my world is crumbling. (laughs) That's all all of them. That's all the Destiny's Children. There they are. (laughs) Nobody's holding back for me. I'm shaking up, man. (laughs) What happened to the other? Were they killed? Were they killed? Find out next week. Yeah, part two. (laughs) Okay. All right. That was a wild ride. Shooketh. All right, so two members of Destiny's Child, Latavia Robertson and Latoya Luckett, sang on the track, but they did not appear in the video. That's fucked up, man. Their replacements, Farrah Franklin and Michelle Williams, appeared instead, with a whole slew of other people to make you feel crazy. Yeah. Uh, According to Song Facts, Luckett and Robertson alleged they didn't know they were out of the group until they saw Franklin and Williams in the video. That rules. And I like, oh, when did we make a video? (laughs) I found them talking about this. So, yikes. Franklin was only in there for a couple of months. She left the group because Matthew was verbally abusive. And then Destiny's Child continued on as a trio. Right. So, the song credits for the song are Beyonce, composer of vocals, LaShawn Daniels, composer, Destiny's Child, primary artist, Rodney. Dark Child Jerkins, composer slash producer, Matthew Knowles, composer, L.C. Luckett, composer, Latoya Luckett, composer, Latavia Robertson, composer, and Kelly Rowland, composer. Who's L.C. Luckett? I don't know. Latoya's cousin. Luckett. <laughs> um, all right. So here's a news clip about the who's who. <laughs> <laughs> and Destiny's Child. Dizzy. <laughs> this is another good one. First we started out real cool. It wasn't something that happened suddenly. Right. Like at the spur of a moment. It was something that had been going on. It was things that we were noticing. For it was years. conflicts that were going on. Yeah. The for departure years. was like this. We always tried to work out our differences <laughs> and communicate <laughs> each other. We always I think tried I remember to seeing this on TV. But we were having problems um, for a while now. It's just a real, real weird feeling to actually be with somebody since you were nine and ten, and then be separated <laughs> so suddenly. That's. I that's mean, just... like the drop of a hat. But how and why could this have possibly happened? After a multi-platinum year filled with hit after hit, 
the self-proclaimed family unit that was Destiny's child gave no outward signs of internal troubles. I think we're going to be home Christmas and New Year's. We're about to go to Europe, mm -hmm. and as um, soon as we get from Europe, then hopefully we'll get a couple days home. And we're also going to do our new video, too. That's Say right. my name. Say my name. Oh, okay. December, to be exact. That video, Say My Name, ended up being shot weeks later, with LaToya and Latavia nowhere in sight. And their places taken by two brand new Destiny's members, Farrah Franklin and Michelle Williams. What was that like, though, when you heard that they'd shot a video for a song you sang on without I, you? I was like, I was first of like all, I was like, nah, you playing, shut up. But I was like, hold on. I was like, it's not true. Then I got another, then we got another call, and we heard it again. Then the next thing I'm looking at BET. The premiere of Destiny's Child's new video, Say My Name. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's how we heard about it. How do you do an entire <laughs> video shoot and like hide it from your band members? Right? With replacements. No, I was literally asking so I could do it for my band. Of everything before it was done. Um, there been they have been comments on the radio uh, that I can't get into it legally, but there have been comments on the radio saying, stating that they knew exactly what was going on. I called them personally and said that I would be a bigger woman and call them and confront them about Poor everything. everything. Kelly is just the like going to her happy place there. I know. After almost 10 years together, Latoya and Latavia wrote letters effectively ending their relationship with the group's manager. They seemed to feel that they could continue on as part of the group and yet on, under their own management. Was that even conceivable as far as you're concerned? That's Matthew. Ludicrous. Oh, yeah. There's only one word for that. You have to have cohesion. Columbia Records is not going to deal with two managers. That's not going to so happen. So it's Matthew's problem, world. right? He's pushing these people away, and, and they have, they're they siding with Matthew instead of their sisters. Never they really had a say. Yeah, that's true, too. Like, it's Beyonce's dad? Yeah. Well, you know, how many child stars have fired their parents? They still insist to us that they've got love And how does that turn out? Not great, Bob. Their issue was with management and not with the two of you. Also, John Norris. Well, with his red hair. Nice I know. Looking us. good. Yeah. So uh, that's a lot of love. That's a, that's some hard. So love, they just said that they got slapped lawsuit. with yeah. a lawsuit. Yeah. Lawsuit. The show must go on with the new girls. Farah, who first appeared as an extra in the Bills video, and Michelle, who was touring with Monica when she met the group. The new members seem to have no trouble picking up where the old oh. girls left what off. A, what a dig. <laughs> yeah. Everything has just been gelling together. It's also taken a lot out of them to teach us what they've been doing for 10 years in a month. You can't even tell that they're new. They're just as good. Lindsay, I didn't know you were in this. Opinion, they should have kept the original group. When they got the new girl, they were like, whoa. They're just as good. Can't tell. <laughs> Obviously, the last few months have done some serious damage to what was a decade-long friendship. So, is there any hope the two sides will ever so, speak again outside of a courtroom? I hold no grudges. Right. One day, I pray that we can be friends again. But I'm just happy that we found these new members and we're still able to for, continue. For a second until they, they kick out whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah. Courtney Clucken. The next day, Farah. Bye. <laughs>
Uh, all right. So according to Texas Monthly, LaToya had sued Matthew to keep him from throwing her out of the group. LaToya's mom, Pamela, an accountant, claimed in court documents that she had asked Matthew many times for accountings of the group's earnings, and they had never once come. I fucking knew it, Matthew. (laughs) I fucking knew you were the Lou Pearlman of Texas. (laughs) And she says that it was because of these requests that he kept trying to boot her daughter out of the band. Clearly. In December 19th. Too many questions. Way too many. And she keeps asking them. In December 1999, Latoya and Latavia had each just turned 18, and that's when they sent these letters that they talked about on the clip to Matthew to disaffirm their management contracts with him. And every artist has the right to do that when they become 18. Right, because they technically, like, they had their parents sign them into the contracts in the first place, right? Yes. Makes sense. So... Matthew kicked them out of Destiny's Child. And then a year later, he said, I didn't fire either of them. They asked to leave. Asking to leave the manager is asking to leave Destiny's Child. False. That is, you're, <laughs> I'm, uh, this is all sounding very familiar. <laughs> I uh, am and, Destiny's Child. <laughs> right, exactly. And then if you see the letters, they, the girls both insisted in the letter that they do not want to intend to leave Destiny's Child. They just wanted their own managers. Correct. And and I believe Matthew when he says it's very weird to have a group with different members having different management. Like I, I understand that, but like maybe look in the mirror, Matthew. Like why do you think they want to leave you so fucking bad? Yeah. Why did uh Farah last three months? Two yeah. four months? So, yeah, so you saw the two replacements in the clip, Michelle Williams, Farrah Franklin, and then Farrah was booted. I wonder if they shot the video before they knew who definitely was going to be the new member, and they were just, like, trying people out. <laughs> I Maybe, but they definitely had that one shot of, like, the four. The four. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um. Okay, so LaToya and Latavia sued Matthew and Beyonce and Columbia. And then in that video, Kelly was making it seem like she was sued too, but not really sure if she was just well, bored. She's, she is, yeah, she's a, <laughs> Beyonce's adopted daughter. So. so they settled with Beyonce for eighty-five or $850,000. Okay. And then both sides agreed not to disparage each other in public. So when you heard Beyonce say, like, I legally can't talk yeah, about yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was part of the settlement. Right. I legally can't call her a bitch, but... <laughs> She's a fucking bitch. Yeah, fuck that In bitch. 2001, Beyonce is like emerging as the unquestioned front man, front woman. Front of, front man. Front human of the new Destiny's Child. human. <laughs> with the release of Survivor. Right. And so Survivor was not Charlie's Angel. Survivor debuted at number one on the Billboard album chart. Mm-hmm. They did like a making the video of it. I remember they were in like uh, like camouflage bikinis yeah. like rolling around on a beach. Tina made those. Great. <laughs> so we will Tina, watch the video. Who's happily back together with Matthew. <laughs> yes. Destiny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So Beyonce produced or wrote almost every song in this album. And this freaking douche wad from the texas monthly says 
Uh, the songs could have been called more songs about building self-esteem with songs like Independent Woman Part 1, Independent Woman Part 2. Independent Women Parts 1 and 2, Bootylicious, more songs about building self-esteem. Okay, not to give this guy too much of, of a rope, but like, what if he meant it sincerely? What if he's like, good job building self-esteem? <laughs> Yep, and I'm just too cynical to yeah, listen to a white man talk about women that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there. This is this is what this is what you know. We've all got to work on ourselves. <laughs> I guess that's true. All right, so here we are at the song of the week, Survivor. Okay. What do you think this song is about? Uh, not gonna give up. Not gonna stop. Uh, work harder. Never gonna give you up. Yeah. This is the never going to give you up of <laughs> Destiny's Child songs. I'm a survivor. I'm going to make it. Is this a, is this like a like a subtle diss track against the two other members of the, of the group that they ousted? Would we say subtle? Is this a is this a transparent <laughs> diss track? They're like making money hand over fist and like you know what we're going to write a song about you. It's going to be a hit. Fuck you. All right. So a little backstory here. The group lost three members in one year. You already knew that. That's correct. What you might not have known is that the reality TV show Survivor had debuted the year before. That tracks. By the way, the 44th season of Survivor debuted last month. By the so, so in case you're <laughs> doing the math in your head, they we're do two old. seasons a year. And we're old. Yeah, we're old. Uh, what is the premise of Survivor? Survivor takes 12 or however many regular people, puts them on an island, puts them into two tribes, and they do like dumb challenges and vote each other off, and it's very catty. They boot people off. I don't think we're supposed to say tribe anymore. No, but aren't they referred to as tribes on the show? I've never seen Survivor. Oh, yeah. They were literally referred to as tribes on the show. At least they were in the first few seasons. There was like a definitely like a like a going native uh, angle that freaking horrible that I think, I think they might still embrace. Oh god! So, but yeah, like everyone, even me who has never seen the show, knows that the whole idea is like you get voted off if you suck. Yeah. Okay. 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 So the so the 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 metaphor is we were all on this island together. You got voted off because you suck, and I'm a survivor. <laughs> Sunday, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. on CBS. I mean, pretty much. So, Oh, shit. Beyonce wrote the song after a DJ joked that Destiny's Child resembled the island. Oh, my fucking God, dude. <laughs> Do you know what other show was very, very big around this time? What? Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh. And had that DJ made a slightly different joke... It would have been a very different song. They would have been like in like Regis Philbin ties and fucking <laughs> at like a put like doing Slumdog Millionaire shit. Phone and a friend. So this is Destiny's Child on MTV talking about the inspiration for Survivor. Oh my fucking god! Okay. Destiny's Child is like the, the Survivor series. series. We're trying to see which which member is going to end up at the last on the island. Which one it's is fucking Beyonce. Who's going to say spoilers? It's Beyonce. <laughs> In a 2001 interview, Dustin's child talks about the inspiration by Survivor. And it inspired me to write a song. 
And I was like, you know, we can use that negative thing and turn it to a positive thing and do a whole survivor video and laugh at them and make a fool out of them. <gasps> yeah, but why are you making fools did. out of them? So they mean. didn't say it. <laughs> do anything wrong. Something that a lot of people can relate to. Not only people, you know, that's been through things in groups, but this is fucked up, man. Cancer and AIDS and surviving. Why is she bringing cancer AIDS? and AIDS into this? I uh, because Lindsay, she went through something as difficult as AIDS. Losing some friends because she dad was a tyrant. Dad's yeah, shitty. It was, they definitely made sure that we were survivors. We going to sing about it and talk about it. They, they wanted to test they us. They wanted to test us. <laughs> the water was so cold. We made it look like it was just hot outside. I know when Beyonce went out first, it was like 40 degrees. And Jesus. to our understanding, it was the coldest day in L.A. history. <laughs> so it was All right. very, All right, very everybody. cold. But the video turned out excellent. Darren Grant did a spectacular job. There's a lot of videos of like <laughs> So, I mean, it was just Kelly a, a video being full of dumb. strength and power. Wait, Michelle being dumb. Sure Sorry. Michelle that, Michelle know, just having to like be base. the hype person or else she's going to get kicked out of the band. <laughs> yeah. There were so many funny things that happened. Oh. Besides the fact that we were sitting up there shaking and what, freezing. What can I tell? Can I tell? Go ahead. Yeah, girl. go ahead. Okay. <laughs> since, since we had so many water scenes, we had wigs that were styled exactly like our hair. So you can't tell the difference between when it's our hair or when it's the wigs because we didn't have time in between the set because we had so many different scenes right. to dry hair and blow dry it again, curl it again. So whenever we had water scenes, we would put the wigs on. Anyway, we had the helicopter scene. The helicopter comes close. And Kelly's wig flies completely off of her head. And we're running. They think we're running away from the helicopter because the sand is beating us. But we're running after her wig like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I say my wig! The song was their biggest hit. It won the 2001 MTV Video Music Award for Best R&B Video. And let's just watch it. And then we'll look at the lyrics. And then we'll look at the wig. Somewhere South Pacific. What? Where am I? <laughs> no. Oh, no. This is deeply fucked up. What? Oh. It's not even true, though, because they're part of the 9 million records. Right. <laughs> this is a good song. point it's like just it's beyonce right yeah this it's beyonce's band yes. yeah they're just doing ooze now exactly <laughs> and they're and they're saying thank you 
Which was kind of a foregone conclusion because Matthew's such a fucking tyrant. Of course, his daughter was going to be the, the star. Right. Oh, look, Kelly's got something big, too. <laughs> you are currently blasting them on the radio. The irony. have fun watching all the Destiny's Child videos. This is a good one. Definitely, they've come a long way since uh, No, No, No. Since Girls' Time? Yeah. The fucking... Whoa. The, the green screen <laughs> rap. <laughs> oh, hey! If I surround myself with positive things. Oh, this is a helicopter. You forgot to look for the wigs. Well, I think that aren't they gonna run towards the helicopter? Yeah, Eric, this is the wigs we gotta look for. Pretty sure the one with the headband on is the wig. The wig. I know. <laughs> okay. Sure. So as I already told you, Beyonce's mom made the outfits. <laughs> yeah, great. Michelle told Good Morning America that they basically had pneumonia for days after the shoot. They are survivors. And that. Tina Knowles, a.k.a. Miss Tina, worked on the costumes and kept cutting until there was hardly any fabric. So she's like, I want to make these girls look the sluttiest possible. Survivors of you. Survivors (laughs) of of wearing clothes. (laughs) Um, All right. Pull up the lyrics. Let's do a dramatic reading. Now that you're out of my life, I'm so much better. You thought I'd be weak without you, but I'm stronger. You thought that I'd be broke without you, but I'm richer. You thought that I'd be sad without you. I laugh harder. Thought I wouldn't grow without you. Now I'm wiser. Thought I'd be helpless without you, but I'm smarter. You thought I'd be stressed without you, but I'm chilling. (laughs) You thought I wouldn't sell without you? Sold nine million. Woof. I'm a survivor. What? I'm not going to give up. What? I'm not going to stop. What? I'm going to work harder. What? I'm a survivor. What? I'm going to make it. What? I will survive. What? Keep on surviving. What? Thought I couldn't breathe without you. I'm inhaling. (laughs) You thought I couldn't see without you. Perfect vision. (laughs) 
You thought I couldn't last without you, but I'm lasting. You thought I would die without you, but I'm living. Thought that I would fail without you, but I'm on top. Thought it would be over by now, but it won't stop. Oof. It's a threat. Thought that I would self-destruct, but I'm still here. Even in my years to come, I'm still going to be here. That's that's a weird line. So now, <laughs> now I get to be... Now it says uh, Kelly Rowland and Michelle Williams. Wishing you the best... Pray Wishing that you're you blessed. the best. Pray that you are blessed. Bring so much success, no stress, and lots of happiness. There it is. I'm better than <laughs> that. I'm better than that. <laughs> you're just gonna do. She's just gonna do both parts now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna blast you on the radio. I'm better than that. I'm not gonna lie on you and your family, yo. I'm better than that. I'm not gonna hate on you in the magazines. I'm better than that. I'm not gonna compromise my Christianity. What? <laughs> You know I'm not going to diss you on the internet. Because my mama taught me better than that. (laughs) Uh, And then there's that woe part. And then Michelle Williams goes, after all of the darkness and sadness, soon comes happiness. If I surround myself with positive things, I'll gain prosperity. (laughs) Which is like this some weird mantra shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will survive being fine, la la la. I will survive being sexy. I will survive being bootylicious, which is some for some reason comes at the end of these lyrics, and I, I don't have, know if they're actually in the song. I don't know. I don't care. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm fucked up, Lindsay. All right, so Latoya and Latavia sued for disparagement. Good. <laughs> They claim. Please tell me. Please tell me. There's like an interview with either Matthew or Beyonce or both being like, "Well, we didn't say who." Uh, there will be an interview with Beyonce. Bless. I don't know if she's going to say what you want, but Fuck we'll see. Yeah. So, well, I could have been talking about anybody. <laughs> yep, Latoya and Latavia claim this song violates the agreement because lyrics such as "thought that I'd be stressed without you, but I'm chilling," "thought I wouldn't sell without you, sold nine million That's the were clearly gun. aimed That's at really them. Fucked up, man. <laughs> Beyonce claimed the song was about anyone who ever doubted the group. Yeah, great. <laughs> I fucking knew it. And the case was settled in 2002, 2003. But we don't know for how much, right? No. I think it's probably a lot. It's probably Maybe a lot. nine million. <laughs> it better be nine million. <laughs> I fucking hope so. So during these early two thousands, as Destiny's Child hits the road for a series of sold out tours, the group is confronted with a so called Beyonce backlash. Okay, so people had Beyonce fatigue. Yep. I still might be suffering from Beyonce fatigue. <laughs> still. Yeah, since since 2002. Since 2000. <laughs> so this is from Texas Monthly. Quote, websites popped up with names like Down With Destiny and Anti-Destiny's Child. Top 10 reasons why I hate Beyonce. Read one. Oh, Number they found one. my article. <laughs> Number one. Conceded. Number two. Kicked Latavia and Latoya out. Number five. Two-faced. Number seven. Daddy's little girl. Whoa. It's weird because some of this list, I'm like, well, yeah. And some of this list, I'm like, hey, man, relax. (laughs) It's not her fault she's daddy's little girl. To the, quote, haters, Beyonce was an egomaniacal diva, a modern-day Diana Ross who hypocritically shook her booty suggestively yet also said she was a devout Methodist. This is 
This is Hall talking. Yeah. Her mom was obviously a stage mother who pushed her too hard, and Matthew was an evil Svengali who favored his daughter over others in the group. He was so controlling. (laughs) It was said that he wouldn't let Beyonce go out on dates, and he was rumored to have made the other girls go to tanning booths, so Beyonce would always be the lightest. I. Okay. One, believe it. Two, it's like uh, it's like that onion headline: "Heartbreaking, the worst person you know makes a good point." <laughs> Say more. That's it. That's the whole thing. Okay. It's like because 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 I feel like those the, the things about Matthew are true. Oh. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't know about the tanning booth thing, but I would believe it. But I like, thought you were like they should go to the tanning. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> Like, they are too light. Say other things, please. No, 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 no. no, I mean, I think the things about Matthew, the things that this te- Texas Monthly article author is writing are so, half like horrid chauvinistic journalism that we talk about on the show pretty often. And half like, well, you got to hand it to him. But I feel like when he's talking about Matthew, he's saying like what they're saying about Matthew. I don't think that Hall thinks this about Matthew. Oh, you might be right. Then he writes, Matthew was likened to Joe Jackson, the physically abusive and hard driving stage father. I did that earlier in the show. Thank you, Aviv. You're welcome. Uh, But Beyonce bore the brunt as she stood by her father. Quote, a lot of people dumped everything on Beyonce, remembered Tina. They would say things to her in airports, rude, evil things. She was 19 years old. Losing LaToya and Latavia was a terrible, sad thing. One of the saddest things we've ever had to deal with. But it's life. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's also important to remember that these are 19-year-olds fighting. And, like, 19-year-olds do shitty things to each other all the time. Yeah. And the adults... We trust Should adults be to be voice, adults, but like they're not. Reasons, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's Beyonce in 2001. The tragic event destroyed Destiny's Child and sent both Kelly and Beyonce into a spiraling depression. Wait, we knew each event? other for so many years. The we grew up together. We were best friends. We were all sisters. We completed each other. And it wasn't losing a business partner or a group member. It was losing a best friend, two best friends. And... It hurt very, very, very bad. And still to this day, I have dreams about them. And I still miss them sometimes. And it's so sad. And it's so unfortunate that all of those years, you know, it happened like that. And we would have never thought when, when the first album came out, I would have never thought that we would end up not being together. We had been in, in, in the house just sad and me in the depression. I, don't... I just remember her being really sad and staying in her room for a long period of time. Who the fuck is this? I remember going into Solange, that maybe? Presumably? This is Miss Tina. You gotta yeah. get on your knees and pray. Gotta get on your knees and pray. And you know we, we're gonna get through this. She always told us that it's okay to be sad, but just don't lie in it. You have to get yourself up. You have I, to get your spirits up. Don't just lay. I don't know if Matthew I believe any like, of this. No, I like the first comment. It's sad how Matthew single-handedly almost destroyed Destiny's Child over greed and favoritism. He saw DC as a vehicle for Beyonce, while all the girls truly enjoyed living their dreams and doing it together. 
Yeah. All right. Here's a little clip of Latoya talking about the breakup on T.I. and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle on VH1. Mm. Toya, she's just cool down to earth. She's about her business, about her getting her money bag. And I just feel like everybody that knows her loves her. That's like exciting. Right. It's crazy because Atlanta almost has been that place where I come to start a new chapter. So I'm back in Atlanta for a second time, this time with a husband, a baby on the way, and a career to jump back into. Last time I did this and moved here, I was 19 and starting over after D.C. What happened? I've always wanted to know that story. Management made a decision. There was nothing that Natalia and I could do about it. Did it hurt? Absolutely, because we were friends. I went to school with these girls. Actually, she found... I never knew y'all went to school together. You saying you? Oh, yeah. Beyonce and Latavia had been in the group the longest. Then Latavia went to school, met Kelly, and then Beyonce showed up at my school one day as the new beautiful girl with this beautiful voice. It was just so cool to experience something like that at such a young age. When that decision was made... That was heartbreaking. Oh, absolutely. We were sisters. Even though I'm sure the rest of the world thinks that the members of Destiny's Child are scratching each other's eyes out, and that's not the case. We're totally supportive of each other every time we see each other, and we still have a friendship, and I I love that. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that either. (laughs) (laughs) So Latavia was on R&B Divas alongside Faith Evans, Angie Stone, and other people, and her Instagram says she's a radio show host. She said that what happened in Destiny's Child discouraged her from continuing in from continuing in music. While yeah, Latoya, I mean, who we just saw, bad. yeah, Latoya went on, had a solo career, did some acting, um, but Latavia kind of was like, you know, what happened discouraged me from pursuing music for a while. So here's her talking about her side on the Wendy Williams show. Oh, Wendy Williams. I had to get away from music completely. So that's just... Now, did you get fired or did you quit the group? Well, I def- let me say this. I definitely did not quit. Who would quit Destiny's Child? That's insane. Okay, okay. <laughs> so um, they replaced you after uh, you wrote, I heard, a letter to uh, Matthew Knowles. It was, it was a disaffirmance <clears throat> letter at that time. Um, a what? A disaffirmance letter. Okay. And um, our... Conflict was strictly with the management. It had nothing to do with the other ladies at all. Uh-huh. But Who, it was our you and uh, myself and uh, Latoya. Latoya, you know, we, we we didn't have anything against Beyonce and Kelly at all. So what the letter say? I mean, it was just, at that time Matthew <laughs> Matthew was our he we, he was our personal manager and he was everybody's Wendy okay. doing no <laughs> research as our, yeah. as our personal manager. You want you wanted to be let out of personal management so you yes, could find your own. And we wanted to have someone actually to come in and manage along with him. We weren't trying to fire uh, the know, group's manager. You know, Matthew needs full, full control. <laughs> <laughs> well, you found no, out, No, he don't. Right? <laughs> he didn't. So, so then you guys were replaced and you weren't fired. Um, first of all, why'd you write a letter and not drive to his house or well, call his office? It, it was complicated. You know, we were younger and, you know, when you get told sometimes that, the you know, basically kind of don't do enough to kind of have no opinion, uh, you uh, know, so you have to take, I didn't feel like. I didn't feel personally if I went to say, hey, I want to talk about this and this is what I want. I don't think it would have gotten any attention or anything gotcha. like that. So now you were replaced and I heard you didn't find out that you were, they were replaced in the group until the video for Say My Name came out. Can yes. you imagine watching BET at 106 in Park and seeing somebody else in your, <laughs> in your slot? That's exactly what happened. Like, it was crazy. 
They, like, the, it's that, painful. That is a ruthless business that you are a part of. Absolutely. Are you sure still is. are you still friendly with Kelly and Beyonce yes. and Latoya? Yes. Yes, I um I Wendy. ran into Beyonce some years ago. I spoke with Kelly. It was nothing but love. Latoya was at my baby shower. Have you heard about Beyonce's new little brother some that Matthew allegedly ago. is not taking care of? I you know I did hear about that. You told me about that. that thank you. Thank you. Oh, boy. Boy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, right. I always wonder what people in your situation do for money. Now you've been off the scene for ten years. Um, you have a baby, and you have your boy. Is he still your boyfriend? Is he still in your life? We're, we're, yeah, we're definitely in each other's lives. We, we definitely co-parent mm. our, our daughter. We're very, very great friends. What are you? Oh, friends. <laughs> Wendy, don't go there. No, so you guys don't live together. So, Destiny's Child, after Survivor, went on to do some re a remix album, a live in Atlanta album, mm. and a studio album, Destiny Fulfilled. Oh, so that's like it. Destiny fulfilled. We're done. Did I say the Christmas album? You didn't. <laughs> Eight days of Christmas. Okay, delightful. All right. Eight? So that's those are what their random, albums. What a random number of days of Christmas. <laughs> Never checked out the Christmas one, but you bet your ass I will this year. And they officially disbanded in 2006. Didn't they so, reunite? Yes. Okay. The... Final members, Michelle and Kelly and Beyonce, have reunited several times, including for the 2013 Super Bowl halftime show. Right. I Right. Right. Uh, LaToya said that after all these years, they got nothing but love for each other. You saw that. Mm -hmm. Now, during the 2011 Billboard Awards, Beyonce was presented with the Billboard Millennium Award. Okay. A definitely made up thing. <laughs> Uh, and we're just gonna watch a quick little clip of that. And just, I cut out the beginning of it because it was long-winded and annoying, but this is Tina presenting it, Beyonce's mom. There's Beyonce hugging her mom. Ms. Tina. Is that their kid? First of all, I want to thank I don't know. Billboard Awards for being so wonderful. Is that Michael Knowles' other kid? To me, he's not taking care of crew. Um, I'd like to start off Your by guess thanking is good my foundation, mine. which is my family. Um, Mom, you have taught me everything I know by example, and you are a phenomenal woman, and I love you so much. And I love you too, Jules. I'd like to thank my father for teaching me so much about the music industry and teaching me about drive and teaching me about work ethic. Thank you, Dad. I'd like to thank Kelly and Michelle from Destiny's Child. For not sending me any letters. I would be standing on the stage if it wasn't for y'all. I'd also like to thank the original members of Destiny's Child, Latoya Luckett and Latavia Robinson. I'd also like to thank my best friend. Plot thickens. And I don't want to put you on the spot because I know they're probably putting the camera in your face right now. But I love me some Jay-Z. Mm. Oh, yeah. Meow, meow. All right. Quote Luckett. I just started crying out of nowhere. Okay, fine. I'm a sucker. Whatever. She said to Hip Hollywood. And I think it's because we don't get to see each other that often. And that was something that happened years and years ago. And people realize that. And they're always trying to create a beef between us. And that's not what it is. None of us have beef with one another. We love each other. We hang out. It's cool. But we I don't mean, get to kick it that often. they definitely had beef with each other. Don't <laughs> fucking lie to me. I know. 
<laughs> but um, I, they're all taking the high road at this point. Yeah. They're all survivors. So what are we going out on this week? I guess we're going out on something with Charlie's Angels, right? We're going out on Super Bowl 47. Hell yeah. So this this is a funny thing because this, this involves Beyonce like, was this one she flexed weird and she tried to get it removed from the internet or was that Coachella? You know what I'm talking Once about? Again, I have no freaking idea. There's like a there's like a a, a a meme of Beyonce like making a weird face. I think it was either Coachella or the Super Bowl show. I'll be able to tell in a minute. And she and like she didn't like that the, she had become a meme, and so she's like, no one should share this on the internet. This should be taken off from the internet. So clearly that didn't work. You mean Matthew didn't call the internet and get it shut down? I'm sure he tried. <laughs> Give me All Mr. Right. Google. Where can people find us on the internet? Find us on the internet at Lyrics for Lunch on Instagram and Twitter. And for longer and weirder stuff, please send us an email at lyricsforlunch at gmail.com. Give us a rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're listening on your podcast apps, check us out on YouTube where you can watch all the shenanigans in person. Yeah, watch my (laughs) entire brain fall apart. And uh, if you're listen- if you're watching us on podcasts on Vivo, you can check out all of our back episodes wherever you get your podcasts. This is the the meme outfit. I said, I said, check your texts. I mean, it's the outfit she's wearing. Is that really her body? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a body filter. Yeah, she's got like a big. She's Hulk ripped. Body. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, and, good for her. And tune in next week when we talk about more rock stars that turn into memes and just neon people kissing. I guess. Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Okay. So what is the? So what song? It's is Independent this? Woman. It is Independent Woman. We're, yeah. we're we're very stupid. From the Corrections Department, Independent Women, Charlie's Angels. So until next time, I'm Amy Rubenstein. I'm Lindsay Tucker. Saying. I don't think you're ready. I certainly am not. Good morning, angels.